Ladies and gentlemen, I hate to say this, but from the ball of my heart, I genuinely wonder sometimes how people can be so dumb. From stories of the, I traded my way from $1,000 to a million dollars in just the space of a year. Yeah, 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 I'm sure that you're smarter than the most successful hedge fund in history, Renaissance technology spearheaded by a living genius, Jim Simmons, and they pull in on average 39% a year return for their investors. And by the way, that's mind boggling. Or this one, I, I love this one too. I built my property portfolio to $5 million in five years. Okay, cool. That's fine. But do you mind mentioning the fact that you start off with 200,000 on a down payment and then put in a further $2 million in equity into that? And also that you only have a split between 40% equity and 60% debt, which means that it's not like you're worth 5 million from your real estate. You're only really worth 2 million. And it's not like you turned a hundred K into 5 million property by flipping or whatever. You just took the money you made from your real businesses or your job, you invested into property. And as I said, your, your, what your portfolio is worth, that's a culmination of both your equity and your debt. My point is, is that there's so much confusion out there and it sucks because so many people are suckered or fooled into thinking that these big, bold claims and numbers are are facts when 70 to 80 percent of it is shrouded in in kind of white lies, to be honest. Now, you might be wondering why someone should be taking investment advice from someone who is literally shooting this in their bedroom. And and that is a very fair point, which is why I'm not going to tell you how to invest today. I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, and this is not only me, this is from speaking to my friends and my associates. And these aren't the sort of people who have YouTube channels. These people are private on Instagram. These people aren't online marketers or uh, influencers. You won't see these guys at 10X Growth Con or Funnel Hacking Live. As I said, these are the sort of people who have 350 followers on their private Insta, but they also have 350 million attached to their name as their net worth. It's been cool. Over the past three, four years, I've become homies with three or four of these people. And I've been very blessed to have been introduced to a bunch of people. And also it's a culmination of spending a little too much time at Annabelle's in London. I fucking hate that place. But anyways, back to my point. Uh, why am I in my bedroom? With the whole lockdown situation, this is the first time I've been able to get a cleaner to the house in four weeks. So lots of cleaning going on downstairs, but I also wanted to record this video for you. So don't judge me on that. Now, anyways, anyone who has built a real uh, bulletproof wealth has pretty much followed a similar sort of trajectory and pattern. And by the way, I'm not talking on paper, ultra wealthy individuals. I'm not talking about those people who 95% of their net worth is tied to their business, but they have no intention of selling their business and they can't exit at any time. You get these quote unquote paper billionaires. Like if you look at Jeff Bezos compared to Bill Gates, make no mistake about it. Bill Gates is far wealthier. When we're talking about liquid wealth, if you go actually look at this point, how Bill Gates's wealth is distributed, not much of it is actually left in Microsoft. Trust me, Bill Gates is far, far wealthier. And yes, maybe not on paper. I'm talking in the real practical world. So as I said, all of these people that I have so much respect and admiration to, and I'm, I, as I said, I just feel so much gratitude that they've imparted decades and decades of wisdom. They all became extremely passionate or extremely competent at something built a business out of it, funneled all the money they had in it, kept the money in the business. And once the business was bulletproof and it had good cash reserves, then they started funneling it into investments. None of this, I turned a hundred dollars into a hundred million bullshit story. I'm talking these people had cash flow businesses. They took the cash flow from their businesses. They parlayed that into investments and over five, 10, 15, 20, 30 years that multiplied and compounded. So, so real quick, I want to say I'm not a financial advisor. This is just my opinion. And this video isn't about what to invest in. I will make a video on my main channel about what I'm investing in this year. This year, I'm taking a million cash and investing that. And then next year, I'm going to take one to one and a half million cash. I've been sitting very liquid for a time where, where there's so much opportunity such as now, but I will make a video as to what I'm personally investing in 
this year and next. So as I said, the real question in this video is when should you invest? Now it's a matter of priorities. First things first, you need at least six month cash reserves of whatever your monthly expenses are. That is a, a non-negotiable, that is a given. So if you don't have that, all of your money should go towards building that war chest for stormy seas, just like the one we're facing right now. After that, if you're relatively young, in my opinion, 30% of everything you're making, you should save as I said, as cash reserves and 70% should be moved towards investments. And then obviously add some sort of budgeting or wiggle room for whatever your monthly expenses are. As I said, get your expenses down. Considering the amount of money I earn, I am very frugal with it. As I said, I've been building my cash reserves four times like this. Now, although there's so many asset classes out there, you really have two options when it comes to investing, stocks and real estate. I know roughly my demographic and everyone who is watching this is probably an entrepreneur or looking to become one. If you're looking to build a long-term investment portfolio where you're thinking on a 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 year horizon, you're not going to get as good returns as you will with real estate, but they are so much easier to manage. Plus with things like REITs, you still get a pool of real estate. You just don't have the managerial headache that comes with it. For those of you guys who have a solid amount of money in the bank in order to put towards a down payment, and are willing to deal with some of the stresses that come with real estate, it's indisputable in my opinion that the potential for return with real estate far exceeds that of the markets. But keep in mind, you're gonna have to do a lot more learning and the stakes are a lot higher. With stocks, just invest in high dividend yield portfolio, dollar cost average and reinvest your dividends and roughly somewhere within the next seven years, your money will double. If you have a pretty conservative and long-term approach, it's not that hard to be honest. Now, as I said, I don't want this to become a video on specifically what to invest in because as I said, I'm also still learning from a lot of my older advisors on where to deploy my own money over the next 24 months. But I can tell you that by the end of this year, I will have 1 million invested in the stock market. I'm not investing in real estate this year. Next year, I'll be investing between one and 1 1.5 million pounds of equity into real estate, taking my actual portfolio value anywhere between two and a half to 4 million. Because I'm a little younger and everything that's going on in the world right now, I will have to put more equity into deal rather than leveraging debt. But to be honest, I don't really mind that. I think long-term as a real estate investor, uh, my philosophy will always be leveraging a little less debt, having more equity in the deals. Uh, you know, my worst nightmare is just becoming over leveraged and, and becoming bankrupt. Like I've seen happen to so many people and has happened to some of my advisors and they've had to go back to the drawing board. So the real point that I want to get across in this video is get it out of your head, erase it from your mind that you can invest your way to riches. If you want that luxury lifestyle, if you want a lifestyle of freedom where you have liquid cash, you need to build a business. A business will give you that. You're not gonna invest your way at, at six to 10, or let's say you've leveraged the bank money, you've gone into a real estate deal, whatever, still 25% yearly returns. Like You're not gonna become rich that way, trust me. You're gonna become rich by, as I said, building a cash flow business. You're gonna become wealthy by you know saving your nuts, building up that war chest, and deploying some of that money into your investments and building long-term unshakable wealth. But as I said, stop believing all the stuff of like, I turned a hundred dollars into a million dollars. And it's just like, it's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. I've said this time and time again, I get people who argue with me, but in my opinion, if you are a beginner, if you have less than 30,000 in your bank account, don't think that real estate is your way to financial freedom. Come on, how ridiculous can you be? The only way that I've seen people consistently make money who have less than 10, $20,000 in their bank account with real estate is by sourcing deals. But all you're doing is just sourcing deals for people who have the funding to go ahead and deploy their cash into those deals. Now, that's not to say that you can't from the ground up become a real estate millionaire. I'm just saying there's so many easier ways to do it. And it's also not as prominent as you think it is. As I said, anyone who's preaching that real estate is gonna make you a millionaire also fails to leave out that they start off a $200,000 down payment that they had 
because they had a business or a high paying job. As I said, I haven't found many real estate millionaires and I know a lot who started from 5,000, 10,000, $15,000 in their bank account. Or if they did, maybe it was 1973. <laughs> As I said, I know there's gonna be some real estate schmuck in the comments who goes, oh no, I'm a real estate millionaire, blah, blah, this, that. And as I said, they just got lucky on a deal where they put 10% down and the other 90% is debt. They're over leveraged. They don't have any liquid cash. I mean, if their daughter wants them to pay for the wedding, don't look at them. They got all of their net worth tied up in those properties. And if times ever get tough, like the ones we're in, I look forward to buying your house for half the price after it's foreclosed on because you were over leveraged. And my opinion on this is the same thing that I see with businesses. When some agency owner clocks on to me about how they're doing 200K a month in revenue, and I find out that their profit margins are 5%. As I said, they're literally working on poverty margins. And if anything was to ever happen to their revenue, they would be wiped out. Same thing with all these real estate investors that I see chirping. I think anyone who's truly built long-term wealth with their investments will tell you that initial money had to come from somewhere. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoyed this video and I'll see you guys in the next one.